Welcome to Denny Toratories the World, my way. If you're a foodie, this is the show for you. Welcome back, my friends. Denny Tornator eats the world my way. Episode 19 is here. We have some big news, and that is the Washington Redskins have been sold. Josh Harris Group, we have a new owner. I can't wait. I can't wait for a new era. I've had 30 years of misery with this damn team. That's not the big news that I've been teasing, though. A couple more weeks, and y'all will find out, and I can't wait to share. But I just had... An amazing motorcycle ride. Now I'm very comfortable on this bike, and I am out cruising now. I take this ride from my house in Apopka out to, like, Mount Dora. It's a great ride. And then you can take a back way all through, like, Sanford. And uh, I took one ride to Ocala the other day. But I did make one rookie mistake today. Now, I left this morning on the bike. It was beautiful out. I had to go to the restaurant for a little while and do some ordering and paperwork but i knew i said as soon as i make these desserts and this ordering i gotta do i'm jumping on the bike and i'm gonna go for a couple hours now maria has a event tonight at juju uh for diverse fantastic dining so i said you go do that i'm gonna go for a freaking ride for a few hours i'm going far but what i didn't do is bring any sunscreen got about an hour into my ride and i'm like whoa my arms are like there's no protection here like i'm burning up I didn't have my wallet. I just had my ID in my pocket because I planned on just riding for a couple hours and going home. So I can't even stop and buy sunscreen. Shit. So I had to cut my ride short, but man, it was great. I I got that bike for a reason, and that was it. Stress relief. Thank you, Harley Davidson. So what's been going on? We've had our second farmer's market, uh, Tornitores Farmer's Market in our parking lot. We just did our second one. It's a lot of fun. A lot of, we did our first one for our 14-year anniversary, and it was a huge hit. And we just did our last one. It was our second one. We had about 15 vendors. Um, we had a guy that was selling, like, vintage toys from, like, the 70s, 80s, and 90s. That was really cool. My buddy Kevin owns Truffle Prestige. He's been at a, both of our markets, and he is the truffle guy. I mean, he is the plug when it comes to truffles. He's where I get these awesome wild mushrooms for the restaurant. Um, I'm getting stuff from him every week. Truffle oils, truffle cheeses, actual truffles. Really knows his stuff, and um, I'm glad to be working with him. We had massage therapists there. We had people selling wind chimes and all kinds of really. We had about 15 vendors that were all really unique. Now, I'm not doing these farmer's markets where it's like, oh, um, anybody that gives me money can set up a tent because I'm not doing it for the money. I don't even charge vendor fees. I just want cool, unique vendors so that the thing is awesome, you know? Now, I was saying earlier that Maria's out at Juju tonight doing her Diversitastic Dining for Fusion Fest. Now, my buddy Shane works over there. He's invited us to come um, give us the... I, I'm not... I, I did a little tasting over there for this event that Maria's doing tonight, but I'm not going to count that because her and I are going to go back and do an omakase. And I already know they're going to blow us away. They just got Michelin recommended. They, Their chefs are amazing. They are the only dry aging thing. The, the way he brought me in the kitchen, showed me his dry aging smoker thing. Very impressive. I mean, I cannot wait to go get the full experience. So I'm going to end up doing a full episode on Juju. But what are we going to review today? I found this great little... Thai restaurant in uh in Oviedo. Uh, 
I've been going to Oviedo a lot lately, uh, mainly because Maria lives out there, and you know, there's a lot of restaurants popping up out there. Now, this place is called Lemongrass Thai Kitchen. It's at 1016 Lockwood Boulevard, and I gotta say, it's really, really cute. Like, it's it's a nice. It's a lot of Thai places that I go to frequently that I really love. Are not I'm not gonna say grungy, but they're not fancy. They're they just got really good food, and that's why I go. Now this place was really clean and new, and we go. Maria said, "Look at the pictures. You know the food looks beautiful." I said, "Yeah, let's go give it a shot." You know, so we get there, we sit down, and um, I had to go use the restroom. And while I was gone, Maria ordered something that I would have never ordered. It was the steamed dumplings. Um, it was on their appetizers. It's us. The, the appetizer says steamed minced chicken and vegetable wrapped in wonton skin, topped with roasted garlic, soy vinaigrette, and dipping sauce. Now, this is something I would not ever order, but my God, am I glad she did because it was absolutely delicious. I mean, absolutely delicious. I order a chicken satay appetizer, and it, basically, that's chicken on a stick. That you would get anywhere with the peanut sauce. Now it was, I'd say it was eight out of 10. It was good. It was clean. It was, it was done right. You know, um, I enjoyed it. The papaya salad. Now, mind you, every dish here is absolutely beautiful. You can tell they really care about plating. They really planned how they were going to plate their dishes. And the papaya salad was an A plus. Now I love a fresh papaya salad at a Thai restaurant when it's got some heat to it and it's fresh. The papaya has got to be fresh. It's got to be, you know, almost like, what do you call it? Like not uh, ripe, you know, like this it has got to be crunchy, you know, and, and the carrots and, and the spices and the fish sauce and the, the nuts and everything. It's all got to be fresh. Cause you can, I hate when I go to a Thai restaurant, I can just tell it's like canned this or old this or not, or overripe this. But, man, that papaya salad there was so good. Now, I got from an entree a pineapple fried rice. Now, pineapple shrimp fried rice, I've had it a bunch of different Thai places. And what I loved about this one was, again, it goes back to the freshness. Now, it was plated absolutely beautifully. But now, everywhere else I've got this dish, it was some canned pineapple tidbits or something and some shrimp. You know, this was fresh pineapple that was cut there. You can tell they bought whole pineapples, cut them themselves. So these are big, meaty chunks of pineapple in there and big shrimp. These are like not little 21, 25s. These are bigger. Now, one thing, I wish they would take the tails off. <laughs> like all Thai places leave the tails on the shrimp. And if you're eating, especially if it's like in a curry or something, it's a pain in the butt. But when you see this dish, it was plated absolutely beautifully. And my God, was it good. So I really enjoyed this dish. The pineapple fried rice here was some of the best I've had. And again, it goes back to the freshness. This is the, You could tell the shrimp were very fresh. You could tell the pineapple was fresh. The rice was cooked perfectly. You know, a lot of times these fried rice places, you go and, and the rice is overcooked or it's mushy. This was, you want a little crunch, you know what I mean? That little bit of where the pan sears the rice and gets a little crunchy. I'm a texture guy, and this dish had it all. Now... Maria got the lemongrass. So they have on the menu, it says special signature specials. So one of them said lemongrass signature curry. 
because usually she's going to get like some sort of curry. And I'll, I'm me too. I'll get like a muscle man curry is my go-to, but she's like, she's very, you know, try this, try that. I'm going to get the red curry, the green curry, the yellow curry. But on the menu, it says lemongrass signature curry, which is shrimp, squid, scallops, and a special recipe, stir fried curry with lemongrass, kefir lime leaf, red bell pepper, and onions and carrots and egg. Now, it was really good. I gotta tell you, it needed a little bit extra spice, so we we ordered we got some Thai spices on the side and added it to it. But man, oh man, this place was really good, and you can tell. This is what I really liked about this place. So we're doing our Denny and Maria thing. We're ordering way more than we should order. We're taking pictures of everything. She's got the lights out. We're doing our thing, and. The owner saw what we were doing and she came over and she goes, you know, is everything okay? What are you guys like food reviewers? And I said, oh, you know, we got this podcast, you know, she goes, well, can I hold the light for you? Can I help you in any way? I said, relax. <laughs> She's like, do you like it? You know, she was very nervous because it was, so I'm not going to even attempt to say her name because it would be a, a travesty because it was just, I forget what it was and it was a very odd name, but this woman you could, she told us a little bit of her history, how she took her two years to get the proper permits and get this restaurant open. And then it was after COVID and she cares. She's there. She's working hard. She's got her staff attentive and she really cares. So I'm coming back um, just to support a family that works their ass off. But not only that, they did it right. They care about their food. I can't stand going to restaurants anymore that are just trying to make money, putting out shit that they don't even stand behind. You know, have you ever been to a restaurant and the server, they expect a complaint or they, they, oh yeah, that wasn't good, was it? No, your server should be proud of where they work and the food should back their sales, you know? So I will be back for that place, for the atmosphere, for the food, for the owner. What's up, Denny Twinator Eats the World listeners from all around the world? Next time you come to Orlando, you're going to have to stop and see what this show is all about. Twinator's Restaurant Italian Market at 3818 Edgewater Drive, Orlando. We have one of the top chefs in Orlando. We are made from scratch food, some of the best around. Give us a call, 407-292-2248 to make your reservations. And if you're interested in advertising on this show, give Denny a call at 407-937-8583. We'll get you on here. All right. So what else is going on? Me and Maria did something so much fun. So this is the deal. She is obsessed with horseback riding, right? And she has to do it. Her, she has a tradition that she goes horseback riding every year on her birthday. Well, this past year, we didn't get to go. I don't know. We were in a fight or whatever happened, she, you know, and she reminded me. She goes, you know, last year was the first year I didn't horseback riding forever. So I said, you know what, babe, I'll take you horseback riding, okay? She, I said, where do you want to go, though? You know, and she told me about this place in Ocala because Ocala is, is massive. It is the horse riding capital of the world. They, this is where people go to train their freaking Kentucky Derby horses and stuff. Now, this place, Big Canyon, horseback riding and zip lining, I think it's called. I highly recommend. Now, it's an old, see, in Florida, it's very flat, okay? But this place has, like, mountains and cliffs and stuff. Now, it's an old mine. And that's why there's these cliffs, because they were mining there. Now, what happened was 
they broke a pipe on they hit the water duct down down below or whatever and within hours it made lakes and all they were selling me that all of their mining equipment is still under the lake they had to abandon it and, and leave this is in the 1800s but we get there now horseback riding is not my thing okay now maria says oh it's because you're scared of them and they can sense it no i'm not a cowboy i'm a redskin okay I don't know how to cow. I hate the cowboy football team, and and I'm just not from. I'm from New York, and I never horseback rode. Okay, and now this will be the third time I've done it, and all three times the horse doesn't like me or something, or he tries to rub me into a tree, or so. What happened this time? We get there. I make reservations at nine thirty in the morning to go for a two hour horseback ride up a freaking canyon, down a river, this and that, through the woods to Grandma's house. And then at one o'clock, we're going to go on the zip lines. So I'm like, all right, at least I'm going on the zip lines after, you know, something for me. Well, Maria's like freaking professional. She gets up on her horse. There's about seven of us. We're going to walk in a line. We're going to follow the leader, you know? And as we're riding the, there was like a buggy. They're taking us over to where the horses are. She said, which one of you guys are Denny? So that's me. Why? She goes, well, you're going to have the slow horse. I said, what, what do you mean? She's like, oh, no, he's a nice horse. He's just not as fast as the other ones. I said, oh, good, because I, I didn't plan on running today with the horse. Well, I, my horse comes out. He's the fatso. And I said, well, that must be the slow horse. Look at that. So they put me on him. We get in line. And they said, hey, all right, these are the rules. Especially you, Denny. Your horse is going to want to stop and eat all the plants and stuff. And so when he does, you need to yank that thing up in his mouth and, and pull his head up, you know. And So I don't want to hurt the freaking guy. Oh, no, no, no. You do it. He'll stop. You got to show him who's boss. I said, oh, come on. You know, I, don't, I, I don't like hurting animals, okay? So here we go. We're going to go walk on these horses. They said, Denny, you got to kick him in the side. He'll go. And I, I was like, kind of gently kick. No, you got to go harder than that. And I'm like, come on. Kick this horse. He don't like it. He don't like me kicking him in the gut. And he starts walking because he knows if he doesn't walk, I'm going to kick him again. And I'm like, oh, my God. I hate this. Maria's directly in front of me, looking all sexy, riding her horse, like freaking professional, you know. Every once in a while, she looks back at me laughing because my horse has stopped and he's taking a dump or he's chewing the freaking plants and I'm trying to get his head out of the plants. And finally, the, the, the guy's yelling, pull his head out of the plants. Finally, I said, you know what? I'm letting my horse eat. And when he's full, we'll freaking start walking, all right? You, you worry about your horse. Well, now it's lean forward. We're going up the mountain. Lean back. We're going down the mountain. Uh, my horse, he's kind of an asshole. He wants to, like, walk right at the edge of the cliff and, like, make his foot, like, slide like it's going to fall off. I said, man, this guy, I... I I don't know what I'm doing here. So we freaking get to the end of the horse thing. It was like, I saw the barn coming. I was like, oh my God, this must be the end. And it was. I got off that horse. I Now you're walking funny because I've been on a horse for a couple hours and my horse is fatter than all the other horses. So my legs are spread out more. Oh my God. So I'm walking funny. Now it's time to go to the zip lines. I'm like, Maria, I don't even know if I could climb this freaking tree now because I'm all messed up. So I've never ziplined before. This is going to be my first time. But I'm excited because I like this kind of stuff, you know? So they strap you all up in the gear, you know? Now, 
the way this place is set up is so cool. So you pay, I forget what it was. I don't know, a couple hundred dollars. No, they have nine zip lines. It's a, that's the tour. You're going to go on nine different zip lines. Now, they tell you before you leave, if you got to go to the bathroom, go now because there's no bathrooms out there. It's going to be a couple hours, okay? So, you know, there's no stopping. There's no going back. So we get, we, everybody goes to the bathroom. Now, as you're waiting for the guys to come get you, there is this cliff with a beautiful lake. It's like a waiting area, like picnic tables and shit. Everyone's hanging out. And every once in a while, somebody will just zip by on a zip line and screaming all kinds of craziness, right? You're like, what the hell's happening? Why do they all got to yell like that when they go? So you get your guides. And man, I wish I remember the name of our guides because they were young kids that were freaking hilarious, man. You could tell they worked there for a while. The one guy was super advanced. The other guy was kind of new. But man, they were funny. They made, it, they made the day a lot more fun. So they take you to this little tree, right? I mean, this zip line they take you to is freaking six feet off the ground. And it's about 20 feet long. And so what are we doing here? He said, well, this is where I'm going to teach you how to do it. Because if I take you to the big one and you don't know what you're doing, you're going to get stuck in the middle. It's going to be a disaster. Maybe I got to get you. It's a pain in the ass. So they're showing us, okay, you know, you put your hand here, you go, I'll put my hands like this, and I'm, then you then you break, which when you say break, you just put your hand on the freaking thing with a big glove on, and it slows down. So it's fairly easy. This is not rocket science. This is freaking hold on and slide down a thing. You're in a strap. You're not going to fall. So you better be ready. I don't know if I would recommend this in, like, July because it's hot. I mean, it was freaking hot when we went. I would love to do this in the winter. And they also do a night one with, like, glow sticks on you and stuff. That would be awesome. So we get to the first zip, the real, the first real zip line. And now, mind you, you got to climb. You know, like, there's a lot of stairs, a lot of bridges. This, this, is, a, this is like a hike. So we do, do the first one, and it was fun. It, it wasn't a big one. But I don't remember, maybe it was the fourth or fifth one. Now they're getting bigger, faster. And they actually have the tallest, um, they have the tallest one and the fastest one in Florida. Man, there's, there's one big one that goes through the canyon over the thing. I mean, you're zipping for 30 seconds to a minute and you're going just beautiful. I'm going to post these pictures. The water's so blue. I got to take my kids back there. Um, see, Marie's going to want to ride the damn horses again. I forget what my horse in the name was. I mean, it was like, one of them's name was Ric Flair. That was cool. My horse was like Kenny or something like that. Big, fat, lazy Kenny who wants to just dick around. Well, highly recommend the place. Um, great time. Great. I Like I said, I want to bring the kids back. And Maria and I will be going back for sure. So what else is going on? So since I took over the kitchen, I've been doing some killer specials. And people, I mean, they're selling out like crazy. We're getting ready to release a new uh, summer menu at Tornadors. So I've been doing a lot of, you know, trials, you know, running specials, see what the customers think. Now, you guys all know we make our own sausage. Um, we've been doing it for years. We got it dialed in. The sausage at Tornadors is amazing. It's a recipe from Canastota, New York, Basilio Buddhist sausage. But I also wanted to, I've been, Marie and I were talking about doing this sausage that we saw in Rome, New York. 
where it's called Sicilian wine and, and cheese sausage there at Roma Pizza. We went there for a uh, tomato pie. But I've had this sausage. I said, my God, this is so good. But I wanted to put my twist on it. So what we did was we made a Chianti and Asiago sausage. Now, I grinded the pork. And when I, after I ground the pork, I, I soaked it overnight in Chianti with big chunks of the Asiago, my salt and pepper, you know, my other spices. Um, I like a fatty sausage. So I put a little extra fat in this one. And, man, did it take. I mean, it turned purple. And now I stuffed it the next day. Now, the casing has to be... If you got holes in the casing, the cheese is going to melt out or it's going to it's going to explode in certain spots. So I got it really nice. I took my time casing it because I realized after the first I did a trial batch first and it was breaking and it was things were running out of it. So the next batch I took my time, really took my time stuffing it. And what we did was we served it, we served two pieces grilled with some of our homemade roasted peppers with some of that same Asiago shaved on top of it. And man, oh man, everybody loved it. This is a winner. We are working on our level three charcuterie class. And what we're going to do in that class is make that sausage with the class from start to finish. We're going to break down the pork butt. We're going to do it all for them. Another great special I've been doing. My, one of my favorite foods, if you didn't know, is artichokes. And uh, you know what? I'm going to share the recipe for this at the end of this episode, how to make them. But funny story. So I order artichokes. Uh, we use Mr. Green Jeans Produce, our local produce purveyor. Uh, my man CJ from Green Jeans is great. He's been there forever. He, I, he cares about his customers. They're, they're a great company. As I said, I need some artichokes, man. Can you give me some? Absolutely. Sends me some beautiful artichokes. I do my thing, and I'm grilling them. So I'm big on social media, you know. So I post a picture of the artichokes, and as a joke, so a lot of listeners from around the world aren't going to get this, but there's a restaurant called Hillstone here. They always get messed with because of their arrogant ways. Um, if you go back to Denny, Denny Marie Ate the World, you'll see our big review on them. You know, they, they have some rules that are very annoying, but they're super busy, and they make the artichokes there so freaking good. So as a joke, I put a picture of my artichokes and said, hey, you know, since I always go to Hillstone and they're out of the artichokes, I decided to make them myself for my customers and myself. I, it, it gets a bunch of play. People are coming. We're selling a ton of artichokes. Well, then I get a message from Facebook from Hillstone. And it was so nice. It was the manager. And she said, I want to apologize about the lack of you know, availability of the artichoke. She's explaining how they get them special from California and they only use these one kinds. And she said, I'd love to buy you some. And I said, no, 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 you don't have to do that. I'm not looking for anything free. I will still come to Hillstone. Even though you guys have crazy rules, I'll still come there and I will still buy artichokes and I, you don't need to buy me. them. I really appreciate it. And she insisted. She said, no, please let me know when you're coming. I said, no, I'm not. I'm still coming though. You've got a lifelong customer because Hillstone here in Winter Park it's basically Houston's, but they call it Hillstone. But point is, they have this beautiful ambience that goes over Lake Killarney. The sun goes down every day. I mean, I've had hundreds of dinners there. It was it was my go-to for a while because I would go to the bar. When I was single, I would go to the bar at Hillstone. And I'm not going there to pick up women. It was just guy time. I'd go to the bar. I'd order a vodka. I'd get some artichokes. And they used to have TVs in there, so I'd watch whatever sports was on. After my vodka and artichokes, I'd get a bottle of red wine, and then I'd sit there for a while, have a salad. I love the traditional salad with the classic dressing. 
Then I would get either a Hawaiian ribeye with a loaded baked potato or the knife and fork ribs. And then if I felt up to it, a hot fudge sundae. But it was classy of them to reach out like that because I wasn't ripping them. It was, it was just a tongue-in-cheek type of advertisement. But I got to tell you, I'll be back, Hillstone. Don't you worry. So speaking of bad experience, I hate to do this, but we had a terrible, terrible dinner. Now, this time it was Maria, myself, and both of my children, Izzy and Leah. We're about back out at New Samarna Beach. It's that time of year. We want to spend some time at the beach, you know. And when you're at the beach, you want to, you know, after a long day on the beach, you need to drink and eat. Like, I look forward to dinner time at the beach. Usually, I'm going to cook if we're at the condo. But... If you spend a day swimming and suntanning and playing games on the beach, like, you're freaking hungry at night, you know? And Marie, I'm like, where are we going to go? Now? Let's try something new. And Maria said, oh, have you never been to Yellow Dog Eats? Yellow Dog Eats. No, I've never been to Yellow Dog. I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of Yellow Dog Eats. Oh, we got to go. The kids will love it. I don't know a dog, black, red, yellow, green, or brown, that would eat this food, Okay. I don't understand the, the concept here. So we get in there and super casual. Okay. We're in freaking swimsuits basically, which is fine for that place. Everyone who worked there was a teenager. Now the server comes to the table and Maria is Maria. She's going to want to sample two or three beers. That's just who she is because she's not going to just pick a beer that she's never had and then not enjoy it. But she'll order two or three of them after she finds the one she likes, you know, but you know, this is how she is. And I could tell the girl, the server was annoyed with Maria's questions because the girl didn't know anything about the beers. So Maria would say, oh, do you know if this is hoppy? Is this is this local, whatever? Uh, I don't know. Let me get you a sample. Just, just real kind of snooty. So we, we finally find a beer Maria wants. I get the beer I want. The girl said, you guys ready to order? I said, well, we just got here. Let us wind down. We're going to get some apps. She goes, no, actually, it'd be nice if you could just give me your whole order now because the kitchen's back. It's going to be a while, basically. And I was like, what? I said, all right, well, give us a minute and we'll figure it out. Because I got to figure out my kids, what are they going to have, you know? Now, oh boy. Oh boy. So I, we order everything at once. I say, pace it out. Just bring it out whenever I get at this point, you know, if you're telling me it's going to take forever. So we get a chips and queso that she said, because I was like, we're starving. So what'll we'll come out fast? She goes, oh, chips and queso will be all quick. Now, these old, these old stale chips come out. The quesos are like in an eight-ounce deli container that you would just throw away. This is not a bowl. This is nothing fancy at all, which I'm fine with if it's delicious. But this was flavorless cheese water, basically. wasn't even hot. would never, ever order this again. The best thing we had there, honestly, and it wasn't even that great, was this cucumber salad that came in the same little plastic bowl you know, cucumbers, onion, tomato, olive oil. This is not great either, but it was the best thing there of all the crap we had. So what they're known for, so what they are known for is pulled pork. Okay, this is literally what the menu, I'm going to post the menu. You're going to say, okay, everything's made of pulled pork. Okay, that's fine. If pulled pork is your specialty, you better make it right. You better make it good. It wasn't. You could, oh God, I hate doing this to people. 
when there's no adults there and you let your restaurant get run by teenagers that don't give a shit because it was literally four girls working behind the counter just joking around playing with their phones. Now, there was a couple other tables in there, but they weren't busy by any means. And if I'm asking questions, I've never been there. I'm asking her, like, you know, what What do you got? If, you know, it's my first time here. What, 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 what should I get? Oh, well, the pulled pork's really good. It's on everything. Like, so you can't go wrong with anything with the pulled pork. Okay, well, the pulled pork was freaking gross. All of the sauces were so sweet. Now, <laughs> Izzy got, like, these nachos topped with the pulled pork and the watery queso. Everything that on the menu tasted the same. I'm going to post the pictures. You're going to be like, what the hell? But the worst thing of all was what I got, what she recommended. Now, it was a pineapple pulled pork sandwich barbecue thing, which sounded weird to me in the beginning, pulled pork with barbecue sauce and pineapples and fried onions. Oh, trust me, it's delicious. This is what everybody gets. Well, the bread was super stale, and it was a lot of it. This is a big bun, okay? And it was like a ball of pulled pork. Now, there was so much pineapple that it was just like, what the hell is happening here? Now, I took a bite, and I was like, Maria, try this. She's like, no way. No way. She looked at it. She goes, I'm not trying that. There's no way. She got some other sandwich with the pulled pork and some bacon, and she hates sweet. Anything sweet, she hates so I knew she was going to hate hers because I tasted that sauce. It was on everything, and it was so sweet. So I put down my sandwich. Leah is refusing to eat. She's like, this is gross. Oh, my God. A little, bit, a little extra dramatic, but she was like, I'm fine. So when it, something like that happens, that's when I go and I do for dinner pork chop in a bottle. And when I say that, I mean, I just am done. I'll just drink my dinner. So I ordered a couple more beers and just sat there and drank them. Well, Izzy picked through her chips and tried to get the pulled pork off of them so she could eat the same style chips that she was eating earlier, but minus the sweet barbecue sauce and the disgusting pulled pork. I don't understand. And I, they must have done it right at one point. But if you got absent, I mean, I'm not even, who knows? Maybe the owner was upstairs doing paperwork. Who knows? But you have to have a manager on the floor because if anyone... If an adult manager who gave a shit about restaurant and customer service would have walked by our table, they would have known something ain't right here. Nobody's touching their food. And now, I don't want nothing for free, okay? But the server was just like, okay, you ready for your check? Didn't take a plate or a napkin or a wrapper or anything off our table. Our table is covered in debris. And we get our bill. I don't care. I remember what the price was. I paid because I was like, let's get the hell out of here. Now, when things like this happen, I get, to, I get to hold it over Maria's head. I'm like, Maria, why'd you pick this place? What's the matter with you? Because she's got this really bad streak going. And we're going to get into it on another episode. We had an actual dinner that she recommended. It was just me, her, and Leah. We had a Mexican dinner that she couldn't wait to take us to this place. And when I tell you guys on the future, I'm going to have make sure Maria's on that episode so you guys can hear the disaster. I mean, it was one of the top five worst meals of my life. This yellow dog eats dinner was probably in the top 20 worst dinners of my life, but my God, I hope they get it together. Um, I, It just seemed like lack of leadership is what it basically was. So let's wrap it up tonight and let's talk about those artichokes that everybody loves. Okay. So 
Making artichokes is an art form. It's not hard. It's just tedious. Okay. So first thing you got to do is clean the artichoke. So you get an artichoke. This is the time of year. This is the time of year to do it. Summertime. So you look at the artichoke. Cut about an inch off the bottom of it. You need a big sharp knife for this. Now go around in a circle and take scissors and cut the little spiky leaves off. Just the spiky end part. I mean a centimeter, okay? Because you need the leaves to pull off and scrape. So you're cutting all that discoloration off. You're cutting off all them little sharp pieces. Then you're going to quarter it. Cut them. Use the stem as the guide. Cut the stem in half from the top looking down. And then cut those pieces in half. You got four quarters now. Now the harder part is now you're going to have that looks like hair inside of the artichoke right in the center. Cut. Give it a haircut. Just cut just the hair. Leave all them leaves. Pull that fur out. Now you have to boil this for a significant amount of time because I hate eating artichokes that aren't boiled enough. Now, it could take half an hour in the water, boiling, rolling. You got to touch them. You got to see if that heart part is soft. So my pro tip is I put a bunch of lemon juice in that water, in the boiling water. It's going to give it some nice flavor to them artichokes. So boil them artichokes till that, and you want to shock them, too. So you don't want them to sit there and overcook. Then they're mushy. So once you can feel a little bit of give on the heart, take them out of the water, shock them. Now you're going to hit them with olive oil, salt, pepper, garlic. And then you're going to grill them on a flame. Char them. Char them. Get the grill marks. Let the fire hit them a little bit. Now, I guess I'll tell you my secret Ramadan recipe. You need something to dip it in. You're going to take mayonnaise. Um, should I tell you guys this? All right. Well, it's mayo. It's capers. It's sweet relish. It's Worcestershire. It's lemon juice, salt, pepper, anchovy paste. You're going to whisk all that up. Now you're going to dip them artichoke leaves into it. And it's one of my favorite things to eat. I love it so much. You're scraping it off. And as you get deeper into the artichoke, it gets meatier and more delicious. And then you get left with that heart. It's one of the best bites of food. I love it so much. <sighs> I'm going to go make some right now. Have a great night, my friends. We'll see you next time. If you liked what you heard today, please like, comment, and subscribe for more. And go follow our Facebook page where you can see all the photos from our episodes.